Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? We're talking about booking. We're talking about, we're talking about being wishful. We're talking about wishful booking. My name is Liam McNulty, joined as always by Jimmy Moorcraft. We call him Little Jimmy today and today only. What's up, LJ? Uh, what's up? My family calls me that all the time. So <laughs> You're kidding. It's nice to feel uh, nostalgic. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, my, my grandpa and my dad's name were Jimmy, so I've become Little Jim throughout the years. Makes sense. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, I, I actually didn't even think about that. You know, I was just, it was our truth poll. I swear we didn't plan this from <laughs> yep. a couple years back. That's right. There aren't a whole lot of wrestling Jimmys, so I was, I was thinking about Last week was our big 75th episode. So big, in fact, that we didn't even have time to say that. But I decided to <laughs> start doing keeping up with the name, the nickname thing. But I don't know because it's it's already it's three weeks and I'm I'm running pretty thin. <laughs> I'm running on fumes. It'll come to you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, as I was saying, we're talking about being wishful and we're talking about booking, right? Is that what we're doing? That's what we're gonna try to do. I mean, it's been a. <laughs> interesting week <laughs> i i didn't like that but i guess we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get there you didn't like what the practice thing the thing that i was alluding to because we're talking oh. about practice oh that's what i was that's what it was that's what i was doing oh i thought it flowed pretty well really it's i don't know it's a dated reference for starters we'll, we'll get well, there oh right gotcha very dated but yeah. it's relevant to this week yeah well yeah they tried to make it relevant um but yeah so yeah maybe i should have thought that out more <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there's i just i there's a lot going on man saudi arabia did you watch last week tonight i did i watched clips of it it was it was extremely um well not clips i watched the video that you sent me and then i heard wade talk about it as well yeah what do you think about their decision to just not mention saudi arabia going forward i guess by the looks of things well, I don't really um, want to get too deep into it, but I definitely want to If ask. I'm, I mean, I really don't have much. I'm not a big political guy, so I don't even have much to say because I don't know the exact details of okay. what's happening. Yeah. I mean, I know I know the gist of what's happening right. and why it's an issue to go there. Um, the most I could say is that I'm, I'm probably too optimistic that the reason they are not saying Saudi Arabia is because they're actively looking for other places and they haven't announced it yet. Well, did you hear about J- what JBL said on Fox uh, News? Yes, but when did he actually do that interview? Well, that's a good question. I have no idea. Damn it. Yeah. I, I why? Maybe part. last week. Because, but I think, because the reason I ask is because he did say that they were just, you know, he, he basically made it sound, I, did you hear Wade last night, the, the SmackDown episode? Yeah, I heard him talking about the whole JBL thing that it was, he essentially f***ed up by saying that and that it made WWE look like they were lying by saying that they're monitoring it. Right. So I'm just like, oh, we're going all along, but we're going to tell you that we're monitoring it to be politically correct. And that's what I'm afraid of, and I feel like that, I kind of already felt like that decision's already been made by the way that they're clearly handling it. Or the or the government's going to have to tell them they can't go. That yeah, would be like the I only said, thing it, preventing it. Yeah, it's optimistic of me for sure to believe that uh, it's going to be changed, but there is the lack of mention of it. I mean, if they're still going to go there, then not mentioning it isn't going to do much, is my point. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's literally the least you could do. What are they going to do? Go there and then not mention where they are, even though we'll know, we'll, we know where it is? Like, so yeah. The fact that they're not mentioning it is a little positive for me. And now that you mention it, they actually definitely have a contract that says they have to run those promo videos. Remember? Like, not yes, only are they not, gonna, not, not only are they definitely going to mention it, like you're implying, like they're going to probably have to 
I mean, maybe they'll be able to negotiate their way out of that, but it's still way too little. They should definitely change locations. Yeah, because the big issue with the first one was the fact that it was like a big propaganda thing for Saudi Arabia at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Right. So well, yeah, just the whole women thing. Right. So them not acknowledging... No, but even like the video that they showed during it, like the way they talked about Saudi Arabia and all that stuff, like it was a big, you know, part of them going there is so WWE can now market Saudi Arabia as a forward-thinking progressive Right. Place. That's their part of their contract. So, exactly. So them not to- talking about Saudi Arabia right now, if they still plan on going, is inconsequential because when they're there, as you said, with contracts, I'm sure they're going to have to do something indicating that they're there. Yeah. So the fact that they're not talking about it is a little optimistic to me. I don't think that means anything, but maybe yeah. maybe something is, is in the works or they're trying. I doubt it. But uh, it's You're definitely pretty... being optimistic, unfortunately, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I just don't, I, to me, then just don't not mention it. Just keep mentioning it, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you don't have to say the beautiful city of Riyadh to say, you know, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. The line but. is either going or not going, clearly. Um, right. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. I know I kind of hit you with that out of nowhere. Oh, by the way, notwithstanding the fact that the, play, the thing is called Crown Jewel after the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, like, you know, like, not say it all you want. You're saying the name of the place. It's still, but anyway, I know I hit you with I that out of just, nowhere. I would have just called it the WWE World Cup if they wanted to make that a thing. Oh, that's what they should have like, done. And they make might that as like well. the selling point. They might as well. Of the, of the pay-per-view, right. Yeah. That's a, they that's have a really decent good they have a decent amount of people, and I mean, we'll talk about that. But I, you know, they have—it's a pretty star-studded line. You know, eight people that they have in the match, for the yeah. most part. So that could have sold. That yeah, no, sold it is. It. it definitely. You're right. You're right about that. You're right about it. I just have feelings about the star-studded nature of it, and you know, the collateral, oh, the collateral damage. Oh, but yeah. We'll, it's we'll, random. It's random as fuck. I agree. Yeah. I'm jumping. Uh, I'm jumping ahead as I usually do. We'll start out with Raw, and then we'll get to the very huge. SmackDown 1000 that they definitely didn't uh, remember last minute. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the beginning of Raw, but it's literally been, I think, the same thing we've seen for how many months now. So yeah, well, yeah, I don't, I, I, I take it away, please, because I. Well, I'm surprised you <laughs> say that because we had because the Dogs of War thing happened, and I was. Oh, they don't have a name. They do not have a name. Well, they don't have. They're they, not anything anymore. You're right. So, oh yeah, you're no, right. No, but even in the opening yeah. promo, that was something that they kind of, you know, yeah, we don't need a name. <laughs> That's a good point. Even though, even though they did, unless to Michael Cole, I don't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I just, I just forgot how that name even became a thing. Oh, Braun called Dolphin Drew his dogs of war, so maybe it was just a tag team. Doesn't matter. You were right. There we um, go. But so they have dissension. We know what that's leading to. The Shield dissension. It's f- super forced to me, and also Manu- I think, manufactured. I think Roman. Every time the three of them are together in a, any kind of a talking spot backstage or uh, promo you know, on stage, in the ring, whatever, Roman is outmatched by them every single time. When sympathizing small talk, in every instance, he's outmatched by both of them, I think. Oh, dramatically. He's like Test. He's like, if Test was Samoan and was randomly handpicked to be the guy, that's, that's how we see Roman Reigns. That's how I see Roman Reigns. And the company was just like, no, he's the top guy. We know how we all know he's the top guy. And, and I'm like, no, he's Test. But anyway. Um, right. No, I, had, I, had, I don't know why I had that thought this week. I made that comparison. Sorry, Test. So when Seth Rollins said that he's on lunatic time and trying to justify why Dean wasn't out there, which made you know Strowman, McIntyre, and Ziggler think that there was dissension, yeah. that was Seth's excuse that he's on his own time. But they've come out together literally every other week. So yeah. I just thought, I don't know, just Seth's justification for Dean not being out there sucked is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, absolutely. he's always there. He's always there. Yeah. And so, and so I guess you could say that Seth trying to like rule it out, but 
then the fact that that led to Ambrose having a problem with like like it's like you know uh, AJ Lee with crazy like what did you call yes. me like you can't right. no you can't lunatic can't suddenly be a point of contention for that that's your gimmick that's literally your gimmick is lunatic fringe that's not a- or say that when you first return after your injury if you want to shift in character they should have made him say that early on in him returning yeah so we're maybe. thinking like oh then maybe this is because he, he he had a different move set and, and he looked different so if anything it would have made sense to do that then not Maybe now. okay. So, are we giving them an excuse? Maybe this is the first time they've addressed the lunatic thing since he's come no, back. No, because I still think that um, it would have been okay in the beginning, but it's not now because they didn't. So it's still dumb. Right? Okay, it's too yeah. late anyway. So yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, totally agree. Oh, and then just Corbin and I mean, I maybe I would talk about Corbin and Braun and all their plan. Like, isn't if your plan is to split the shield up, isn't like you guys staying on the same page like? Isn't that kind of crucial to your plan? Like, I, I don't... You know what I mean? Like, it's weird that their plan is working on the shield, but it's also working on them, too. How is that happening? Uh, I... You know what I mean? <laughs> I do, and I don't know the answer. Like, it's a balancing act they're trying to pull off, and it's... They're not at all. Like, I, I, what do you... They're just trying to trying to do too much. And the one thing that intrigues me about where this wound up on Raw is that, you know, now that the... Whatever they were... Braun and them are not together... Is Braun going to be feuding with them? Is that you know? Is, how is that going to affect the build to the triple threat match at Crown Jewel? Yeah, there's too many moving pieces here. Definitely, it's a weird time to split them up. To you know, yeah, Braun and them. yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that it's good for Drew, but we'll get there when. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Sorry. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm, I went full. Sc- I went full screen on my notes. I mean, I'm just I'm computer illiterate. Uh, <laughs> uh, Raw. The next. I'm just looking for the next thing that happened on Raw. That was the World Cup. Seth Rollins and Drew. Obviously. Uh, what did you think yeah. about this match? Um, I had some match we've seen several times. That was yes. The best match they've had. Um, <laughs> you said I- you said it. What the best match they had? Say that again. No, I meant it wasn't the best match they've had, right. but it wasn't bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be bad with um, these two. No, and I mean, I guess the right person qualified. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Seth could have afforded... not. Yeah, I guess, just knowing what the what they're trying to do with Crown Jewel, get, like, the big stars on the show, obviously the right guy qualified. No offense to Drew, but... Um, Degeneration X and the Brothers of Destruction, dude. Three words for each other. How do you feel about it? Three words back at you, DX. Yeah, I would have just done the recap on Raw and the vignette on SmackDown because when Undertaker came out, it was the biggest waste of time I think I've ever seen him be utilized oh, for. Oh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, yeah, I'd say we'll get to it, but we don't need to get to it because that was it. Rest in peace. Yeah. There's nothing to get There's nothing to. Get to. You know so, what? I, I want DX to have three words back and actually make it interesting and they're, you know, because their whole thing is two words, but now they can, they can stretch it out and they can say, we got three more words for you. Suck our dicks. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. That's all I got. Because you know they always say we got two words, and now suddenly it's three words. Right? No. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I, yeah. This was just. It was. It was weird. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, murder. it was just a really strange way to. I mean, it looked. The, the editing was kind of cool, I guess. But I don't know. I. I. I, I still can't really believe this match is happening. Yeah. It's happening. So far, it's still happening. They. Although they should all. 
people been calling for for WWE superstars to not go to Saudi. It's the big stars that really need to, you know, it's the guys that probably won't do it the most because they are the biggest toe the company line guys. But you know, John Cena should yeah. definitely not go, but he probably will. Yeah, I mean, he's scheduled too. Yeah, and obviously. like Undertaker, Kane, Triple H, Sean, they're obviously all going. They shouldn't, but they are. Anyway, um, sorry, I, I, I know I, I, I'm obviously pretty deep into politics, so I'll, I'll try to just curb my feelings about that for the rest of the show as best I can. Huh. Um, then uh, Finn Balor and Jinder, dude, in both cases, how the mighty have fallen. This is just Balor and Bailey. I know they're trying to hype the Mixed Match Challenge. This is just sad for me. Like For both of them, ba- Bailey is like, her character's a fan. She should be like awestruck coming out with Finn Balor doing the Finn Balor entrance, but instead she's just like, well, oh, was it my turn? Cool. I don't know. I just and, and Finn Balor, like, between the smiles and coming out with... I feel like WWE put them together because WWE's like, okay, you're going to keep smiling? Fine. We'll put you with the hugger. I just, yeah, it's almost, I, like a, it's almost like a punishment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I hated this. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been happening for so fucking long, too. I'm, I'm, like, over it already. Yeah. It's just, remember at the start of this year, Balor was fighting in the Elimination Chamber for the shot at WrestleMania. Like this. Although now we sucks. know that he might be getting a program. I don't know how good it's going to be, but at least it's going to be something. Yeah, he's going to lose to Bobby Lashley. Oh, without a doubt. Woohoo! Stoked for that. Um, Bobby Lashley, Tyler Breeze. This match wasn't as quick as I expected it to be. Uh, really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, no, this definitely was what it was. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, what do you say about it? I don't know. It was a poor capitalization on the heel turn, I did think, though. Yeah, definitely. Or a lack of capitalization, which made it poor, would be better to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really, should be doing it better. <laughs> definitely. I don't even, even know. Leo Rush this. is like, Leo Rush is. I don't know. There's an element of talking during matches, which could be, and I think Wade said this, like disrespectful to the wrestlers. Like I get that's going to be a shtick, but it comes off in like a bad, annoying kind of way. Not like a good, annoying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's just ways to get over as a heel manager than not doing that. Yeah. Cause I mean, he's the, you know, he's doing it over his guy, the guy, the match of the guy that of his guy that's winning the squash match. Well, right, but if he's winning, then I guess you really don't need to be telling us how he's going to win if he's winning in front of us, too, technically. Do, do you have any other... Because the only thing, the only reason I would defend it is because it is something that sets him apart. Like, I want this to have at least a chance to succeed, based on the way they execute. I think his whole... The way he talks in general is already makes him different. Like, the, his style of promo and his style of speaking. So whenever he cuts a promo in the ring or backstage or something... I think he could still retain some of those characteristics without yeah. doing it incessantly during the match at all. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean... Or at least not like during... Like, at least... Okay, if it's a squash match, that's fine. If it's during like a full Balor Lashley match, which could be potentially pretty good, that would be annoying. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Or like a so pay-per-view match that where, it where it's two guys like, competing. Yeah, okay. If it's only squash yeah. matches, that's definitely... I do get it. I, I get the... You know, I, I understand that it's yeah. different and it's all that, but... You know. Yeah. He can not talk all he wants. It's not going to do anything for Tyler Breeze that this match isn't undoing and then some. Right. Uh, Trish Stratus and Lita challenged Alexa Bliss and Mickey James to a warm-up match for practice. I, uh, I, yeah, oh, go man. Ahead. Go ahead. 
Um, well, Trish and Lita are not getting... I feel like this is like the women's equivalent of the DX Brothers of, of Destruction match for the women. A, let me say that. How so? Um, well, it's two attitude errors people for the women in a tag team match opposed to two attitude error people in a, another tag team match on the other show. It just feels kind of lazy. When you look at the cards side by side and the fact that they're happening within days of each other. Yeah, which just, you know, Alexa and Mickey are current. That's not to say I'm not happy that I talked about how the tag match, I'm glad it's happening, and how we talked about how it could have been booked better and all that stuff. Definitely. But just when I think about they're just similar, similarly happening. Like yeah. two tag team matches with older people. The brain these, I don't know. The, we, we have to get into the whole, the way the show's being booked and the issues that the women are having and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to just talk about that now? Because there was obviously a lot of it uh, sprinkled throughout the show on Raw. Do you want it to, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, or do you, you want to um, continue through the show? Well, I was just wanted to, I mean, I, we don't need to talk about Ember Moon and, and Naya versus Tamina and uh, Dana in, in detail, but that was when the Battle Royal was announced, and that's what I have opinions on, so it doesn't matter when we talk about it. But Oh, okay. So just specifically that is what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the major, yeah, the major of course. thing of the, yeah. Of course. Um, Trisha and Lita, I just, I thought with it, you know, the whole practice thing was, was lame and it went on for too long. Like, it was all right, but it went on for too long. Like, they just kept doing it and doing it. It's like, all right, all right. And it's also like, I know that this is ultimately going to lead to a match in which Mickey James and Alexa Bliss are going to look better than Trish and Lita. And Trish and Lita are probably going to win just based on all the context, like, or the subtext or whatever of it being, you know, they're being brought back for the first ever women's thing. It's like they're rewarding women of the past for an achievement that's happening now. And I think that's, I just, I don't, I don't like that. I, I, you know, Lita on paper, I don't like the idea to begin with, but I just don't, there's a reason they're not showing us them in action. I think they're just not using, making, they're not making good use of the talent they're bringing back and they're, Really, all throughout, especially on SmackDown 1000, they're really glorifying the past, and they're really not worried about the stars of today. And it's it's so under my skin. Yeah, but I That's see... That's ultimately okay. my thing. I disagree with SmackDown 1000, because I think SmackDown 1000 did a really good job of still showcasing the current storylines way better than Raw 25 did. We'll, we'll talk about that. Because there was no tag teams getting buried who shouldn't be getting buried. There was none of that. But yeah, but we will talk yeah, about Yeah, there it. wasn't that. You're right. At the expense of old stars. So yeah, I guess um, baby and then steps in terms of, is one argument, but we'll get to that. And then in terms of, of utilizing Trish and Lita, I mean, I don't think they should be wrestling before the pay-per-view. Is that what you're getting at? No. I'm, no, no, that's not my point, is that they shouldn't be the centerpieces of one of the main matches of Evolution. Like, like they shouldn't... There's too much... They're going to have to carry too much weight at the pay-per-view, and the match is going to suffer as a consequence, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I can see that. That's what I'm talking about, I guess. Um, the Authors of Pain defeated a guy who wasn't and was never, from the second he came out, wasn't ever going to be Kurt Angle, as we all, as anyone with eyes could see. But I like the yeah. idea on paper. <laughs> see, I don't, because why would a babyface Kurt Angle put a, an unsuspecting guy up to this task? Well, yeah, that's the one thing. And I, I mean, was kind of expecting it to it. be Heath Slater after last week. I don't know why. Just because that would have helped, you know, that would have been the most Heath Slater could do to stick it back to Baron yeah, Corbin. Yeah, that would have been that. That would have been interesting. 
But it just, I don't know. I guess it was way too small to think about that deeply, but it, it I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me no, that yeah. that happened and there was no context provided. Like at least like a, you see Kurt Angle patting him on the back or I don't know. He was a trainer at his school, something small to indicate yeah. why he wanted an opportunity, something. It just yeah. makes, and also why was Kurt Angle in that outfit? Because he was on vacation, I guess. Yeah, that was that was to show that he doesn't. He's not prepared to have a match, so he had the outfit. I guess. Yeah. I don't it's know. I, I don't like. like the, you would I don't keep like that outfit entire, after last week. <laughs> I don't really like the entire presentation of Kurt Angle since he's returned. To be honest, no. Yeah, and and with him just being you know on SmackDown, just commentary weirdly for a second, like. It's it's unfortunate. I think I, I've kind of felt this way ever since he returned. His his Hall of Fame speech was like an audition, and he has this. I, I don't know. I think he's overcompensating for this guilt that he feels about the way he went out all this time ago, and he's really appreciative that they took him back. But I think too appreciative, and they're they know that, and they're taking him for granted. That's that's what I think. You know, thinking about. Jeez, what you're and I thought about. I was a psychologist. Well, that's, you know, I... I no, it's accurate. It's just <laughs> very... In de- yeah, that seems very accurate. It's just a very in-depth analysis. I agree. Like, I'm trying to... I was trying to... You, you, you're helping me. You're helping me real... Like, figure out exactly what I'm trying to say here. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it. and you're right. You're definitely right. Um, Sasha Banks uh, returned alongside Bailey in the corner of Natalia against Ruby Riot. So I guess that's going to be a match at Evolution, which is extremely disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, um, the whole pay per view is disappointing. Remember last week you made a comment about how the card's being presented, and I was like, you know, we'll give it some time. Yeah. And now I have <laughs> gave it some time, and I'm not happy. And I hate, I don't like to say it, so I won't. Um, um, yeah, I mean the Riot Squad in general, they lose so much that it means nothing. When unless unless this is where Sasha turns, then that will probably happen. Now that you mentioned it, maybe it'll be at least a talking point. It's the only. But way. I still think that. Sasha and Bailey should be having their blow off match at Evolution. Definitely, and they shouldn't be a team anymore. Definitely, definitely. So, I guess yeah. because they figure we've been building it so long that'll make it big at Evolution, but it's definitely overdue. And this match that yeah, this the fact that you have to book this six man and what it does for every, or this six woman and what it does for everyone involved is just unfortunate. Like to very. get to get to that. Uh. Blah, blah. Um, oh, Elias and Apollo. I, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I mean, Apollo cut a pretty good promo. You could tell that he's excited to get the airtime and he made the most of it, and he's going to lose probably. Or actually, maybe maybe win. Who knows? Maybe when win. When the eventual match happens. Depends on what they're doing with him, yeah. Right. I, yeah, I was happy at first because they're giving him an opportunity, and I agree, he like definitely seemed to make the most of it all around. But... Why does it? Why does this opportunity? It's because creative is so stuck in their ways. Like they've done nothing. He was brought up from NXT. I'm just kind of parroting what what I think Cam said on Wade on Monday. But he was brought up too early from NXT to the main roster, and they've never oh so early. They've never really given much thought clearly into how he's presented. And now suddenly, you know, they gave him five minutes on a three hour show. But I, you know, hopefully he earned some. Uh, you know, credibility, or he earned a little, you know, uh, some, some, some faith to put some faith into the company. Can put some faith into him. He did in my book, but yeah, you're right. He might just lose. And with the whole NXT call ups, I mean, I don't think that every single individual needs a clear outline path because I do think there are going to be people who are 
good wrestlers and their roles are going to be established by the time there. I mean, you have people like Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe who were told that they would never be in the, in the uh, position they're in now. Right. And then you have people like Apollo Crews, who I have to imagine wasn't promised a lot because I, I don't really see him being, I mean, he's very talented, but I never saw him being someone who would necessarily, I don't know, be like main eventing a pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, I think it's okay to have some people, I'm not justifying the way he's been used because it could have definitely been better. But right. at the same time, I do think there are some NXT people who are just going to kind of be there. Yeah, and he definitely was kind of there. Um, yeah. But but he's just yeah. I don't. I also can't really speak to what he's capable of besides like a highlight package from the indies of his that I watched when he first got signed to NXT. But he's really physical. He can do you know. I, I oh yeah, he's great. He's I was great kind of, ring, absolutely. I was kind of expecting him to do the, uh, the after the grill press, like to do a backflip or something like that. So I was, you know, a little bit disappointed, but yeah, that would have been cool. Baby steps, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, so then the Shield then uh, defeated Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre and, or Dolph Ziggler got these hands, and then Braun Strowman got this foot again. Actually, do we do we cover all that already? Oh no. no! Wait, what am I doing? Holy shit! Yeah, I think you're skipping a bit. Yeah, where is yeah. that? That's the main. Well, that's the main event. <laughs> right. Was this right? Was it? Did I skip it in the show, or was it right before the main event? Because it's not in. It's legitimately not in the Uprox thing. Unless I skipped it. Oh well, Uprox doesn't cover. I think every single thing that happens. Well, that was one of the biggest. Anyway, one of the biggest things that happened on Monday Night Raw was. Uh, the Bellas and the Ronda Rousey promo. Um, should I pull out? I was thinking about pulling up a transcript. I can't do, we can't do the, I can't play there audio is, over the phone, There is the transcripts available, actually, All right, if you want to Google. do that. I mean, yeah, we, we, do don't, that. we don't need to, but it's there. No, yeah, that's a better, my uh, former Google search was, uh, what did John Cena mean by matching tights and boots, wacky roll-up guy, and of course, it was himself. I, I really was like, what? Because I thought he was talking about The Rock. But anyway, huh. um, you want me to just read it all, and then we'll comment accordingly. I mean, it's pretty f***ing long. Uh, I yeah. go for it if you want. Well, but. <laughs> um, I'll I'll pull the good things. Uh, yeah, uh, everything the Divas ever stood for made me sick to my stomach. Tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I didn't really like that comment that much. Well, I guess we'll wait. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, I don't. No, please, no, jump in. Um. We, we barely had said more than hello to each other before I thought, wow, how cool are these ladies? How great of them to be so accepting and so excited for me being here. I really thought we could be sister soldiers and pursue the same goals, that we could be driving forces in the women's evolution together. But that was my mistake. I was too idealistic. I was too naive to see that you guys are the embodiment of a stereotype. Do nothing Bellas. DMBs do nothing Bellas. You guys weren't there to support me. You were there because it was a camera pointed at me. Never in my life has I seen so much desperation for attention. I mean, the only thing you guys have ever done that has impressed me is how far you were actually able to go with the absolute minimum amount of talent. You leached off the names of your men. You plagiarize and dilute their movesets. You're not pioneers, you're a callus. You're relics of the past waiting to be eviscerated like smallpox. Do you want to wait till the end, or because I know? (laughs) No, I have to jump in here. Please. Um... Okay, so first of all, the actual cadence, uh, we're not playing the actual thing, but so it was visibly in the beginning, there was an awkward moment where Rhonda was like, 
I guess it was Rhonda's turn, and then Rhonda went. Yeah. Rhonda talked, and Nikki talked, and Nikki was like, "No, you go ahead." Yeah, they were. No, bo- no, oh my no, god, no, they please. were both. They were both like, "No, you go," and it was like, "Oh, that's." And that was the moment <laughs> where I was like, Fuck, "This yeah. is going to bomb." Yeah. So I. So that's when I texted you. I said, "I've never had so many." I mean, emotions is, is a dramatic word, but opinions towards the promo because I yeah. was like, "Wow." And then within three minutes, I was like, wow, like a different kind of wow. <laughs> um, so it had that sense of reality to it because, yeah, Rhonda is still getting used to talking. We know that it's not Nikki's strong suit, although she does it better as a heel. So right. it did feel very organic to me. And she's more but comfortable, like, obviously. Nikki. More right. And things like eviscerating smallpox, I can't imagine was something Rhonda said. Yeah. Would have said. No. Uh, even the whole thing like callus, like it, it was going so good until she said you're like a callus. Like, yeah, I don't know. You didn't have to say that word. So Science words. There were there were easier things to say. There are easier ways to, to get the exact same point across, but saying right. using words that like it's up to it. It well, it's up to WWE to tell Ronda that you know if, if this is something that you wouldn't say, and you know there it's not like there were never cameras pointed at you, never spoken before WWE. Like people know. People have a general sense. People that have followed you have a general sense of things you wouldn't wouldn't say, obviously. So maybe you know, speak up and say, "Well, let me let me put this in my own words. I'll get the point across." I did like that everything she said from that point forward like flowed well, and it while it didn't sound like her, she at least sold it. If that makes sense, yeah. Like her intonation was good. She genuinely seemed like disgusted. Like all of that was well done, despite the words being kind of corny. Yeah, this is stuff that I think was being saved for the right opportunity, and I guess this is the right opportunity, but it's hard, or at least I'd be remiss not to point out, what Rhonda said was basically an elaboration of, remember AJ Lee's pipe bomb like four years ago, when she said uh, talent isn't sexually transmitted? This is basically an extension of that. Yeah, but it's elaboration. fresh enough. To, yeah, and coming from Ronda, where I didn't feel like it was a copycat, though. Oh no, definitely not. It was an it was an elaboration, like it, like it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't mean to run it down. Like it definitely was the right thing for her to say. And the thing she and said, the, th- the thing about the move set specifically, I was like, wow. Like I'm surprised the bells were okay with that. Oh yeah. Well, because I that, thought that if Ronda really wanted to go far, she could have said, Brie, why don't you learn how to take some suicide dives? Or like really, really going <laughs> yeah. on the botches on the botches of as of late. Bree, I'm going to teach you how to kick people in the face. Or that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a good point. you may not know how to kick in the face, but I know how to break an arm or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So she. So yeah. It still, there were some punches pulled, but naturally because that's still a fresh wound, obviously. Um, and and also. And there's still weeks to come. I mean, we don't. I mean, maybe it's just going to be that kind of feud. Maybe they'll capitalize on this and keep. That's true. Could be a which I don't know thing. is the best route to take. I think we need some physicality. I think we need a sneak attack of Nikki to Ronda, where Ronda doesn't look weak for getting selling for Nikki. But then again, Ronda has sold for Alicia Fox, so I don't think it'll be as bad. And and Alexa Bliss. So yeah. I think that yeah. while we complained about that, it does help in this feud. Yeah, she well, sense. yeah, she still I think shouldn't have done it and shouldn't this feud shouldn't be happening. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it definitely shouldn't. But I mean, it is. So, no, I mean, right, right, right. I'm just clarifying yeah. that we don't. We're not. Yeah. S- signing off on the feud, but yeah. Um, um, do you want to keep reading? Uh, yeah. So, oh, well, but, there's only I think one more zinger left. Yeah. The wait is over because you both know I could uh, rip your arms off and beat you with them. The only thing stopped. Violent. Yeah. I, I mean, it was good though. 
The only thing stopping me at Evolution is going to be the referees, and everybody knows they're not very good at holding me back. But you know I am much more than a pretty face with a deadly body. I will ruin you, regardless of how much money is poured into marketing you. I will make the name Bella into a four-letter word that will be remembered as the societal sort. It has always been... Yeah, um, another weird kind of like, oh, system. What is this, a sociological perspective of, of the Bellas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just needed to be put in her own words. Uh, even really, at that point, I don't even know if that needed to be said, but... Uh, Bree responded, calling Rhonda and anybody else who thought they were talentless, jealous. Um, the twins said some more stuff. It doesn't say what they said here. And, oh, and they said that uh, the twins had knocked down doors and Rhonda did not compare to them. And then Rhonda, as you alluded to, went on to say, My entire career I've been knocking down doors. I knocked down doors in judo. I knocked down doors in strike force. I knocked down doors in the UFC. Now I'm knocking down doors in WWE. Here at home in the WWE. The only, yep. door, the only door you ever knocked down was the door to John Cena's bedroom, and he eventually threw you out of that exact same door. <laughs> yeah, so that was great. Um, the whole UFC thing was ballsy of her to bring up, and I think that next week, Bree and Nikki should finally be the first ones to address on WTV her losses there. Yeah. After, yeah. I mean, because of because of how deep Ronda went, I feel like no one has really went there yet fully, besides Stephanie. Yeah. But even she didn't fully get there. Um, and she's already established enough with a fan base where it won't like tarnish her WWE image if those losses are talked about, or I don't do think that? people will care about them. Um, I I don't know. I could see Vince being worried that he doesn't want Ronda to be like remembered in WWE for that and think about it too much. But I think it would work well with the feud. Yeah. So I think they should. Yeah. But I could imagine Vince maybe. Um, Unless Nikki and Brie take liberties like maybe Rhonda did and they just say it. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. But the one th- I don't know that Rhonda did. Maybe. Maybe she did. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the one thing about the Bellas that's interesting is that, yeah, they represent the Divas era and all that. But, I mean, I do have a semblance of respect for them because they were hired as models on the Diva search. They really did put in work to become serviceable in the ring, Nikki more than Brie. And they do have a massive fan base, as Rhonda said, because of marketing and TV shows. But nonetheless, they do have a fan base. They have brands. They do make money. They are well-known. It's probably globally well-known, I would say. So it's difficult for me to hear Rhonda talk as negatively as she did and have Nikki and Brie not really defend themselves because they do have some arguments to make yeah they're not these great wrestlers i'm trying to say but they i mean well, they like did come said, a they long weeks way to go this started. was this was clearly for ronda to get a good strike back after they turned on her monday no but i feel now like even with the aj it. lee one like i feel like the bells really never like stick up for themselves and say that because i don't know like if you watch their, their audition tape like i don't like nikki bell and, and natalia's match from smackdown was just voted on what culture one of the best 25 matches on smackdown i'm not saying i agree with that thing but it was a great match and she's had some good performances yeah, I so don't I guess think, my I point don't, is I don't that think Ronda's, Ronda's, what Ronda said takes away from that. I mean, no, I, I, I just no, but I think if Ronda's the babyface and Nikki's the heel, Nikki does have a really large fan base, and you may be turning some of Nikki's fans on Ronda because I'm not even a huge Bella's fan, and I'm saying this. I have to be imagine there's right. hardcore Bella fans angry at this. You're, you're, so I don't know if it's a moderately big Bella's fan. No, I you, don't really think I'd say I mean, that, you get, to be you honest. Get, you, get, you, you usually go out of your way to some degree to defend Nikki. Bella. Well, because I, I, res- not, I not do so respect... Not so much Brie, Nikki. Definitely, yeah. And and I do respect... I don't know. Nikki. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> well, 
both of them for what they've done and accomplished. I think knocking down doors is probably a dramatic way to say it, but it, they did come a long way from where they started. Yeah, they did. But yeah, I think all. it's fair to say that they should be grateful. That's not saying they didn't put in. I think I think that what they got was was not was not necessarily relative to what they had to put into it based on the twins thing for one. Their looks obviously. Based on a lot, based on their ability to whatever, market, social, network, whatever. But I think, you know, hopefully they're grateful. That's all. That's how... That's oh, yeah. All. I agree. I, yeah. Um, did you want to keep talking about this? Because um, I... Oh, I haven't even looked at my notes, really. The John Cena comment was ballsy and good. I thought the crowd really, really... Re- it's funny, because Philly... They were in Philly, and Philly sucked for most of the night. Trish and Lita got, like, no reaction... Um, and I would say that's on Trish and Lita's part, but they got a better reaction the other last week. Um, well, yeah, naturally. I mean, well, Lita it was the first time back in a while. Were, last week. They were just quiet the whole night, and for being in Philly, I was very disappointed. But they did step up during this promo, and it did make the promo feel bigger than. I mean, she said some great things, and it was a great moment, and I was very impressed with it all. When I'm looking at it in the conglomerate as a whole, yeah. Um, but the crowd really like the reaction was like stone cold level reactions. I felt. Like, oh wow! Like yeah, loud. No, they were loud. They were yeah. loud. Yeah, no, it was definitely like uh, like several mic drop moments going by the yeah. crowd. So I think that that all flowed really well, and um, definitely. And then they went on social media after they exchanged a few posts. That was kind of weird. Oh yeah, um, they elaborated on that. Oh, did the Bellas like, do a better kinda, job of defending themselves in that? Yes. Well, that's when Nikki started talking about like. She put a picture up of like a Bella, like a little girl, like a Bella shirt, like washing them, and you know, and, huh. and that is true. Little little girls do come, and the whole fearless thing is a thing that has. Am I been? I'm a good marketing tool, um, but it was kind of like a baby face ish thing. So I guess that's why they didn't say it on TV because you have to you have to teeter the line of saying that you care about your fans while defending yourself while being right. a heel. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Definitely. So Definitely. I think maybe she should keep it on social media. Because if you know, and she said a little bit of like little girls around the world and all that stuff. Like that's true, but that's not really what a heel would say, right? Oh, so she wasn't talking whole, about when you first said that. I thought she was like saying that that was Rhonda, like a fangirl. No, I think she was saying how like there are little girls around the world who like look up to the Bellas and what they stand oh, okay. for. That's that's how I interpret it, at least. Oh, okay. Well, well, the problem. Well, you saw. I didn't Nikki, say. That. What did Nikki say? Did they only have the script of what Nikki said? Uh, to, I mean, what, to what, what Rhonda, Rhonda said? said. Yeah, they only had that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think she said something t- to that effect in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, no, they definitely uh, yeah. heels definitely have to be careful. But I mean, and the I general consensus See, that's on the thing. social media. Yeah, go ahead. The general consensus on social media is that people do want to see this match a lot more than they would have. So they did accomplish that task. Oh, absolutely. It shouldn't be happening, but it did work for building anticipation and building a feud. So yeah. they it, it was it was a it was a it was a success. Yeah. All in all. That is absolutely how I feel too. Like it, it shouldn't be happening, but of course that was what it was intended to do, and it worked. So you know, yeah, good job. Um, did you uh, have anything else to say about the main event? Um, I don't think I did. I think it's weird oh. how they're teetering back and forth between Dean and not doing it and doing it, and it's it's getting annoying. Um, I don't even think I care if it happens eventually. Um, yeah. But when Seth and Dean came to blows, that was a pretty like, uh oh, like it did you know elevate a bit it was it did and so that was that was cool definitely when he got close to the dirty deeds especially i assume you're talking about yeah 
And then but, at the same time, they did the, the Strowman stuff. Yeah. I think they're leaning on the the heat of the moment interaction, you know, quote unquote, misunderstand, miscommunication. Uh, they're leaning on that a little bit much between this and Smack. Like a lot lately, but specifically this week between the Shield, the Braun and Dolphin and, and Drew McIntyre's of war and AJ and, AJ Brian. and Brian on Smack. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Um, cause like, um, you know, how dumb are wrestlers? It's, it's, I feel the same way as I do sometimes when it's happening, not so much all the time as when the distraction finish, which is another thing that happens way too much. It's like, how dumb are these guys? Oh, yeah. It just, the effectiveness right. of both to do what it's designed to do works way too often for the wrestlers not to all be really stupid, <laughs> you know? Well, like, I mean, in a case like Daniel and, and AJ, I mean, how would you avoid that happening though? The way they, the way they acted it is like. Well, instead know, of it, instead of instead of AJ shrugging Daniel off, or or like he he would go to shrug him off and then realize it's Daniel and then be like, oh, oh sorry, and then have a miscommunication. You know, just uh, I don't know, like the way they do it, it's like, does AJ did AJ not see the guy duck in front of him like right at the last minute? Did did Dean not see it on Monday? Like, I I don't know. There's a lot of specific things have to happen, and it just happens way too often for me to continually believe that. You know, these specific things. The guy didn't, the guy, the heat of the moment. Like, I just, these, these guys not watch the product? This shit happens sometimes. You know? Like, it's just, it's, it's just always, it's just crazy how nobody, it happens so often, and yet every single time, guys just do the wrong, handle it the wrong way. That's all. Just like the distraction finish. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, I really think that Drew, though, I'm very impressed with, I don't know if it was a big plan for Vince to build Drew to where he was, but I think that putting him with Ziggler and getting him in that, like, spot where he got more, like, TV time, they put the titles on him, he was in the main event, messing yeah. around with the Shield, he was able to do promos, now it looks like he may be branching out on his own. Like, I wonder if that was the plan for him. Because he's really, like, not I, only has he performed up to it, but they've really, I felt like, shined a light on him very well and built him very well. Yeah, and I remember you were talking about when they first joined like when they when he first came up and they were together with Dolph we were like well maybe they have a plan for this but it's very weird yeah um, I definitely don't think this was the plan from the beginning with Dolph and Drew I think them being put together with Braun I think just like we were trying to come up remember that week we were like oh who's Braun gonna be with and we had all these great great ideas even or maybe if they didn't even do a Braun thing with the shield for a three-on-three in Australia oh we had all these great ideas and of course, they just went the you know not a lazy way, but just like uh, whatever. Who's a team that's not doing anything? So I think it just worked out. I mean, I'm happy that it did for Drew in Drew's case because you're right; he has gotten built as a byproduct of all this more than I think he would have in almost any other case. But I think it's yeah. just a byproduct of it. Like we're it's just you know accidental miracle in our case. I don't even, Vince probably you know hasn't acknowledged it yet. Yeah, I mean, regardless, it worked out for him. So I mean, yeah. I guess that's what matters most. Yeah, he looks great. He looks benefit. great on Raw. So you think him and Dolph are done too, right? No, no. I mean, okay, not necessarily. No, he left I mean, alone. Dolph and Drew were. It wasn't Dolph like he helped Dolph. Were the ones who started together in general, so they should just say "fuck you" to Strowman. Right, but he, he didn't make. He wasn't helped Dolph up. Like you know, he kicked Braun after Braun hit Dolph, but then he left immediately on his own. So that's, no, that's but I mean, I look, look at look at what they've been doing with the Shield, and every week Dean's still help, helping them. You know, like Dean walked off last week, but he was there this week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, on to SmackDown 1000? Uh, oh, well, 
Oh, dude, what, well, I, what I, I forget? It doesn't matter where we talk about it. Well, I just wanted to discuss the fact that they announced a battle royal at Evolution. Oh, the winner, yeah. the, the, the winner gets the title shot. Yeah, I'm assuming this is where those NXT people they confirmed for the show are going to wrestle in, and if they win, they get the title shot for their brand. I could assume, or whichever superstar wins, it's whatever brand they're on, they get the title <laughs> shot for. I guess, which is a good idea. I really don't have a problem. I wouldn't have had a problem with this if they weren't doing a Royal Rumble in like three months. Because, yeah. I mean, they still have a lot of women. Like, on every men's pay-per-view, not every single major guy is highlighted. I mean, Shinsuke's been off of them. Andrade Almas isn't featured that right, much. But it's, Benjamin, like, but every men's so, pay-per-view isn't the first ever men's pay-per-view. No, but I'm saying that there, there was no way they were going to be able to book meaningful stories with five title matches. Well... Five, including the UK women's. I, I, I have a film that'll be in the pre-show. And the May Young Classic. There was no way they were going to fit all those other women into, what, three singles feuds or something? So what, you know what you I'm think, trying to say? What you, no, well, I, I know, I understand what you're saying. Well, but, I'm saying but that what, what's your solution? Is, what should they have done? They should have... Well, I'm saying that, that, that people being mad at, at the Battle Royal, I mean, what else? Unless you want oh, like you're a defending, fight You're defending like, the Battle Royal. I did not I'm, see that coming. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I'm ex- I'm trying to look at it from both perspectives because what were they going to do with them announcing five matches already? Title matches and the May Young Classic. That leaves five other matches, technically, assuming they do five. Most pay-per-views have been eight, but let's say they'll do ten. There's no way every single woman we wanted featured, Asuka, Nia Jax, Ember Moon, all of them would have been featured. It just was not going to happen. No. So Especially now when you're bringing Trish Stratus and Lita... Right and and so, Nikki Bella uh, now, and Brie Bella. What I do have a problem with are people like Tori Wilson being in it. Why yeah. is Tori Wilson in it? That's that's my because I think that they because for some reason women. they said there was going to be fifty people involved. That's why Tori Wilson's in it because well, yeah, she is a person. Like Michelle, I mean, she's a woman. Michelle McCool is on the poster, so I'm guessing she'll be announced for it. Um, but like, yeah. so what are we going to do at the Royal Rumble now in January? Is my question. Like, we're going to have another battle royal that. We're going to try to make mean more by the way we treat it and the way commentary talks about it. That's that's what we're going to do. I mean, because part of my thoughts are always like, if you're you're gi- right. if, if you're given the spot, like own up to it. Like this is what you're given, so perform well. Like maybe it'll be given time. Like, but the battle royal has been watered down throughout the years, and I understand the negative connotation it has. Um, that doesn't mean that the women in it can't. You know, on a women's pay per view, I do think it'll be given time and it'll be given more of a focus than, let's say, Hopefully. the women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. I mean, I think it has to. Yeah, it should. Now, if that happens and it's a quick Battle Royal and there's nothing, then then yeah, I, I agree with everyone being angry. But I am willing to wait to see how it works. I also hate the whole afterwards, like, oh, let us all throw each other over the rope now because that's what we have to do because there's a Battle Royal happening. Like, what? Yeah. Is that? What that is, is, like you said, they, well, it, they. Realize, oh, we got to squeeze a lot of people. We said 50 people, not to mention the fact that we should be treating all of the stars that are here every week better than we are. Holy shit, the pay-per-views in a week and a half. We're going to have to have a battle royal, and we're going to have to give some time to it on Raw to convince people that we care about it, which I I don't think they do. I think, just off the top of my head, thinking about this, I don't know why, I would much Ember Moon versus Ronda Rousey would be a much better title match. Well, I'm sure, I guess, I'm sure remember the that card we read? It was Ember Moon versus Asuka. Yeah, or that. Oh, man. Or that. Instead, they'll both be in the Battle Royal. Yeah, no, there are definitely certain people in it who I, I'm disappointed in. I think Nia, Ember. Um, I was hoping for a tag team title thing, so the Iconics. But, uh, I mean, what else would they have done in a match on their own? Who, the Iconics? I mean, yeah, and I love Fought them. the Bellas. So I, well, yeah, but getting, yeah, okay, but, 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 but I'm still 
keeping in with what the current product is like. So they turned heel, so that wouldn't be a match anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, they turned heel. So on Ronda, they turned heel on Ronda Rousey, so that wouldn't have been able to happen if you had did the iconics versus the Bells. You would have done something different. Yeah. So that okay. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a way to wishly book the card all around, but then that's still another match on the card, and you still have Sasha Bailey, Nia. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, no matter no, what I you think do, you would, you would still have a battle royal. You would just some of the bigger players that shouldn't be in it wouldn't be in it. That's all I was getting to. Like, you're, you, yeah. I mean, even if you didn't announce 50 people, you kind of. I don't know. I think the the battle royal should be filled with legends, or uh, I don't know. The just leader should be like a special referee for one of the big matches or something. I don't yeah. know. These these are just thoughts off the top of my head. But like, look at what you have, and look at what you're ultimately trying to do. Not just now, but going forward, and use the pieces all much better. Like, I just they're just thinking about trying to make this show big, and they're not at all concerned with building current stars that have a lot of potential value you know and yeah and, and no, for sure we're really worried naturally about the byproduct of not building stars like that because they're still there so people's perception people are still formulating opinions about them but their opinions did just aren't good the, or even like relative to who they are sorry go ahead did you see what the women on twitter uh like tweeted about the battle royal did you read that article no uh-oh. So they all, like, everyone, almost everyone announced, or most of them put, like, GIFs or memes of GIFs or whatever the f*** they're called, of, like, a face indicating that they're not happy with this choice. Good. Good. Yes. Yeah, but, like, okay, it's good. But, like, Lana, what the f*** are you going to do? Like, what spot do you deserve on this pay-per-view is my question. So, yeah, like, N- Naomi, for sure, talented, definitely. Uh, um, Iconics, absolutely. Like, Lana, no, don't, 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 like... Don't yeah, group okay. yourself in with them. Like okay. you deserve to be in a battle royal. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, you're right. So I do think not, that I like that the women that. spoke up, but not all of them. And I think that Lana just kind of put herself in there to be cool. But like, no, bitch, you don't deserve to be on it. Definitely. So yeah, <laughs> well said. That. Now well we can said. go on SmackDown. Um. Well, just on. Um. Uh, oh yeah, I guess whatever. Never mind. Yeah, on to SmackDown. Okay. Uh, cram down as I called it. Cram down one thousand. Got to cram it all in. Well, uh, we certainly did that. The opening package, I remembered the gore, the ring breaking, and Edge making fun of Angle with the pictures with the words written on the back, but I think they played that Love recently. That. I think they played that recently, so I think that's why I remember that. My point is, I didn't remember a lot of these moments, and it just reminded me, all throughout this show, like, yeah, SmackDown's the B-show. Even the way the whole, the way it was handled, the last-minute kind of nature of a lot of the things involved. I mean, not to run it down right off the top, but just... Really? Well, I mean, it was the thousandth episode. It, see, it was their fault for marketing it as such. Because the thousandth episode is a lot different than, like, 25 years of a program. That's why Raw 25 was so disappointing. That's a, that's a major milestone. A quarter of a century for a television show to be on TV is a big deal. Yeah. A show this day getting, like, a thousand episodes is a big deal. But, like, they kind of backed themselves into a corner making it as big as they needed to and getting these random names for it. Like, okay, it's a thousandth episode. You definitely want to show memories and whatnot and yes it definitely it definitely showed that it's the b show (laughs) i remembered most of those moments through either going back to watching them but that's all i also there were a lot of moments that i've seen that i didn't know happened on smackdown yeah so what i kind of read is that it's the b show but they also did get some pretty big angles out of the out of yeah that well that's that you said it better actually it's not that i didn't stone cold and the limo i totally didn't know that happened on smackdown yeah thank you i'm glad you clarified that's actually what i meant too Uh, it's not that i didn't recognize any of the other moments it's just that i didn't ever 
think of them as SmackDown, big SmackDown moments. So it kind of makes SmackDown WWE feel. Moments. It kind of makes SmackDown feel more important in a way if you look at it in that lens, then because we've seen those images and, and clips before. But then I guess you know what right, to say the fact that we don't know where it came from. Yeah, maybe and maybe but it's it just still because did happen there. Raw's been on the air longer too, but it just feels like there are so many more big moments that have happened on Raw than SmackDown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but but there was quite a few that I was like, oh, I didn't know that happened on SmackDown. Yeah, definitely, definitely. China and China and Eddie Guerrero. I only remember seeing clips of on Raw until last night. True. I also wasn't watching Athlete at that time, so that, that's probably why. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was spotty. Definitely. So, did you think that this show was going to open with r Truth and Carmella in the ring? No, yeah. no, not at all. So that was that was different. By um, the way, what does it mean when a show gets canceled? Because I think I'm confused. Uh, well, yeah, doesn't it mean it that the, the that doesn't the show doesn't happen anymore, right? That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not to nitpick, but come on, guys. Usually. Like, say, um, say it differently. This is only our second episode, they should have said. but I really don't like... I think Carmella keeps like doing... Her hair looks red now and not brown anymore. I don't know yeah. what that's about. Definitely um, some reddish hue. She's a beautiful girl, so she, she doesn't look bad with it, but I definitely think blonde. Oh, no way. Yeah. I, uh, personally, I'm a brunette man myself. I think she looks great. Even See, I usually, I usually am a brunette girl. Oh, uh, well, oh, no, maybe I'm it's not just a brunette her? girl. I'm not yeah. a brunette girl. I'm a, I'm a man. <laughs> right. Um, but we got anyway... You. <laughs> so yeah, so so Stephanie comes out, which I liked. She got a lot of heat. I figured that the first major name coming out, even though we see her sometimes, you know, she gets that like heel pop sometimes. So I was really surprised by the heat she got. Personally. Yeah, I mean, we did see her. Oh yeah, well, no, never mind. So I was going to say we saw her recently, but that was uh, giving belts to uh, cancer survivors. So that wasn't <laughs> right. That doesn't justify the heat. Um, heat. <laughs> I totally forgot about on her Shane birthday, McMahon. no less. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I totally forgot about Shane being like a person in rest in like in the world of wrestling. So that was a not yeah, like a he hasn't surprise been I was like happy about, but it made sense for him to be there. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking like, oh, Shane should be there tonight, you know? Yeah. Which you would uh, think Vince he would I, like commission. Vince I definitely wasn't expecting. Yeah. But like that this is how Raw twenty five opened. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly how. With with, with Vince being a little more level headed and not as egocentric and apparently delusional and wanting to dance on his B show. At the top of the hour. Dude, you know what my takeaway so was from this? You know what? Vince McMahon thinks, you know what Vince McMahon thinks the quickest path to entertaining the crowd is? What? You heard him say it yourself. Entertaining? Dance break. Dancing. Yes. Like that's, that's what I, that was my takeaway. Vince McMahon thinks the quickest route to entertaining people in a wrestling ring is a dance break. It's like, that sounds about right. Over the years, thinking about it. Oh, there's been a lot of times <laughs> where, yeah, Rikishi, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Wednesday's your fill-up day, huh? Actually, I'm getting money out. Sorry, it'll be done in uh, one second. No, I was just messing around. I don't care. Um, um, okay, on. so so <laughs> then they just all dance, and it was very strange, but kind of a moment of levity, and I didn't really mind it. It was just a weird way to open the show, I thought. Definitely. But not, totally like, agree. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Because it was, of I mean, the joke. It kind of was what it was. It's like the, the joke with R-Truth, and... Uh, like like the show, like the dance break, like that. So like I I appreciate that, but I couldn't not point out that you know we want to entertain these people. Let's dance. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, so right. then we have AJ and Daniel Bryan coming out after after that uh, for a very. I thought that this match could have been at least built to with like a backstage promo last week. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's a pretty least. major match to just like happen. In the first match, no less. Yeah, um, but I, uh, it was decent. And, um, we, I mean, we kind of discussed what happened before, but there was a miscommunication. Uh, what did, uh, Daniel, 
Did Daniel hit AJ first and then AJ hit Daniel? Yeah, Daniel hit AJ and then he went to pick him up and AJ pushed him away. Right. Um, I just, yeah, and I mean, I, I guess this is the, the way the feud's going to go, that they're going to be kind of like competing slash like building animosity a little by little. Yeah. So they're building the WWE title the same way on Raw they're working the, the Chad Gable and Bobby Roode feud, in my yeah. opinion. They, they're... they're the WWE title is meaningless in the WWE's eyes, in my opinion. That's what that's, uh, that was my takeaway yeah. from this. Corey Graves I on commentary I, I just being like, "Oh, there's no way the world champion and the number one contender can beat a tag team. They're a tag team. Like what? That no, that that logic does not hold out when you apply it to the past. You know? Yeah. Um, so for, just for Corey Graves to be like, well, obviously this, and I hate to say, I told you so like, no, you, you, you bet on the underdog and you lucked out like you knew you were going to, but I, I just, I hate it. I just, that's what I thought. I, I thought that this, what they're doing here with these two is too good for Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, which should tell you how I feel about its relativity to this feud. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I, I, I don't even have faith that the match is going to be what we think it is either. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give them the, the platform for it to be, unfortunately. Based on everything I'm saying, based on the way they've handled the WWE title. I mean, since, you know, AJ's had it, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, yeah, that didn't happen on SmackDown. Brothers of Destruction thing. Uh, the Legends backstage, I mean, it was it was like... call it that. Yeah, like... Or the GMs, the or legend whatever. general managers, the legend. Yeah, yeah, there you go, the GMs. It was just like on Raw twenty. I mean, it was less random, except for no, they had John Laurinaitis. He was never a SmackDown guy. But it, was, it didn't really make sense how they're saying that, like, oh, because they're there, there's a tag team title match. Like, he didn't make tag team title matches. He made like big six, eight, and ten man matches. So the logic didn't even really make sense. Really, yeah, yeah. He he didn't small nip, small nitpick, but it's the truth. He turned uh, singles matches with outside involvement into tag matches. Yeah, that which were usually thing. more than, and they were usually more than two on two. Is my point too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Right. So then, uh, I think uh, yeah. I think was it? Uh, I think Evolution was after this. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Evolution. What did you think of this? A lot of time, but I mean, I think they went long. Obviously. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it makes no sense that they were on the show. So I'll, no, I'll say yeah. that, and I won't oh. say it again. They were never on, literally, never on SmackDown ever. And I know and, I just asked you how you felt, but but just on that note. Batista absolutely it felt so weird that he wasn't getting his own entrance. Like, all, well, right, that's all the them, thing. But specifically, Batista, Batista. Alone, Batista alone should have been given that entire time, that entire segment. Yep, they were in Washington D.C. It you... made sense why he would get that big of a of a space because of how the impact he had on the show, the feud with the Undertaker and Rey Mysterio, and all that history he has on SmackDown for years. Yeah, for evolution, years. Has the evolution face has none of that. Yep. So and, I like that Batista got the biggest spotlight in that, but it still annoyed me that he didn't get all of it. Same. And he even alluded to that. He said the show that I helped build, which I was happy about that too, even though it was just a, a line in passing. You notice yeah. how Triple H... Oh, he was phenomenal. You phenomenal, how, I thought. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. You notice how Triple H uh, tried to tie it together with the, you know, the thousandth episode of SmackDown. What better group to signify that than Evolution? I think even he realized, like, yeah, we... We're never a SmackDown thing. Yeah, that was a reach for sure. Yeah, well, that was. I think he acknowledged. I, you know, he's acknowledging what we've been saying. Like this is weird. Yeah. Um. um I thought Ric Flair looked healthier than I anticipated him to look. Yeah, definitely, and it was great to see so him. That's good. And it, it was, was great to see him. It was funny that he said uh, 
I don't know if you caught this, but he basically said, yeah, SmackDown 1000, call me when you get to 10,000. He yeah. basically said that, which is like totally undercuts the whole trying to make the show feel special, which is, you know, it's definitely. just funny. Damn. Um, it's just Ric Flair being Ric Flair, too. Oh, definitely. Definitely. No filter. Uh, yeah, I think that was, they're lucky. That was all he said, actually, but it's just funny. Um, Orton saying legacy, was there, do you make anything of that? He's here to, you know, cement his legacy. Well, it makes no sense because he's like already at the end of his career. Yeah. Like, isn't his legacy like already cemented at that moment? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so well, he said I, I went on that's to... That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. Unless you're saying legacy like the group. Legacy. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I, unless he no, was just saying... I didn't, it, comparing... like, I didn't take it like that. Yeah, well, I mean, the group's not coming back. I, I think he just might might have been like, I went on to like be in a better group or whatever. Um, I do give them points for him staying in character and like acknowledging the fact that he's like this awful heel character right now and he was kind of a heel during it too. Definitely, I like that. definitely. In fact, he because really, he even looked awkward in that suit. He went at yeah. He went at he didn't really go at Triple H. He looked H. great, but awkward. He did. He actually looked like he looked when he was with the group. Like yeah, no, I, yeah, the, I mean with, he's the way his face very, is shaved. He looks ten years younger with the shaved guy. face. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Um, but, oh, Orton saying Dave was in the makeup chair, you know, he spends more time in a makeup chair than the ring. And then Dave going on to tease a match with Hunter. Am I the only one? I mean, I, I think I am judging by Twitter. I'm the only one that thinks that Dave maybe went off the cuff with that, right? Um, yeah, I think that was absolutely planned. Because I think it, one argument against that. Because we know that that's the last match that he wants. He said that a few times in interviews, if he would ever come back. I know, but he he also said that he suggested it to Triple H and he hasn't gotten a call back. But on the other hand, it justifies why the evolution thing. It's one thing that, like, you know, Batista focused that justifies why they would do the evolution thing on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also. It's still a shame that they did it on SmackDown, but I didn't think about that. I didn't go that far with it. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. So I can't think of another match for Triple H at WrestleMania. So that's two. I don't want to because I'm afraid it'll be a young person and he'll probably beat them. So. Well, I'm saying like, I could see. So that's, but I just, because we know that Dave said he wanted that match, but that Hunter didn't, wasn't responsive about it. It made, I don't know, I, I guess I'm probably, because uh, what's his name, the referee, Jimmy Corderas, agrees with you. <laughs> I tweeted him, and he shot me right down. Well, he answered your tweet? Yeah, he answers a lot of people's tweets. Oh, that's still pretty cool. He quote, Well, he quotes it, he quoted me, and he just said, yep. I said, in your opinion, was that planned? And I said, you know what I mean, weird ending. Because it was weird after yeah. that happened. They just, like, hugged. That, that was the, the biggest case I had to make about it, was that, I don't know. Hunter came off like he could have, you know, been caught off guard by it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a whole stare down thing. I, but, I thought it was. I thought it was planned. And I thought it was good. Yeah, I probably got I worked. I probably got worked. But I, I, I enjoyed it too. I liked it a lot. And yeah, Dave is awesome. I'm glad. So yeah, so that kind of justifies the evolution thing. Was uh, I um, I, and I think this went long, and that's why the Miz and Rusev had a 45 second match. I could imagine. Oh, absolutely. Um, un- unless they were repaying Miz for him getting beaten the same amount of time at Super Showdown. Oh, that's wow! I wouldn't never even thought about it like that. Somebody online said that uh, Dave Batista talked so long that Miz had a thirty-second match, and I said Dave should have talked for thirty more seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what? No, I, th- I thought it'd be funny. Wasn't funny. So this, I mean, I I don't really have much to say about this. I think um, 
Rusev and Aiden are going to continue their feud, and The Miz is going to be someone who probably loses in the opening round of absolutely this tournament. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, do you think it was weird how Aiden kind of came out and just did like a weird, like generic distraction instead of like, why not just have him sing from the back? You know? Yeah. They could have made it a, a little creative, more creatively, I suppose. Yeah. But when can you not say that? I guess. <laughs> was the cutting edge next? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I like edge's hair. I like that. It's long again. That makes him look like edge finally. Yeah. Once again, even though he's not wrestling anymore, but still it just looks better. Uh, and like him, yeah. um, he's been, he's always great on the mic. I always like when he talks, he always seems happy to be there. Uh, Becky at first, I knew where this was going and I almost knew she was going to reference his neck injury. Um, they are full of any, there's no, no doubts about, um, her heel status. Although you could just argue that she just is a ballsy person who speaks what's on her mind as well. Yeah. You really want to go there. And um, also, also dude, not for nothing, but edge lied. Those are lies. Edge's life does not yeah. suck. His like, life doesn't suck, and also he like it like totally negates his entire character as a wrestler in the company. Yeah, that and whole he, and that he, whole thing. And he tried to acknowledge that by saying that you know uh, oh, the rated R superstar, whatever. Like, but no, yeah, that you're right. It it way too much totally goes against who he was, and his life doesn't suck. It's just to me, it's just like it furthers the idea that I've been saying for weeks. They should listen to the crowd. Crowd was chanting for Becky the whole time, and they were right too. Absolutely, yeah, That's definitely. All. And then uh, Charlotte comes out. They have a really, really weak brawl that yeah. was nothing compared to last week, and it furthers their feud. I, yeah. I mean, kind of. That that's kind of that. Yeah, and then the the tag team match was next. Um, I hope Biggie's okay. I don't know if you noticed, he kind of DDT'd himself on that spear to the outside. Yeah, and also the Uranagi to Cesaro was fucking brutal looking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it looked it looked good, and I'm sure he's fine, but oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously the biggest talking. I I don't know why I had a feeling that the bar were going to win this match. I don't know why. Well, uh, I had no idea how. I why? Didn't know that was well, yeah, happen. of course. That was so out of left field to the point where I remember when I said last week you squeezed Big Show on the one before because I think I don't know. I think because the, the only reason is there another reason you can think of besides to prove me wrong why Big Show did that because it's no. What? Well, I don't know what the reason. I don't know what the reason is. Yeah, there's no reason. No, I'm kidding. I was kidding. It's obviously not to prove me wrong, but because I said well, he wasn't. Well, no, be I think that. Well, I almost feel like we kind of. It was kind of like a troll job because he always turns heel. Yeah. That's how I. I mean, that's how I kind of pictured it. Like that's it was the, intentional to be random because he always does that. That's the only thing I could think of. It was that that so, was his thousandth heel turn, which which is kind of funny in a way. I mean, it, I mean, and I, I guess it's going to set up a six man. So if it does, then it's oh, if, definitely. If it doesn't, then it's weird, but maybe still oh, ironic. Definitely. If it does, then I'll be a little okay with it. Yeah, it'll definitely set up a six man. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm not confident saying definitely because Big Show kind of went in the ring and like celebrated with them after. Yeah, I mean, his after the promo did after well, not really the promo, the interview he gave. He just like shrugged. Yeah, when they asked him why, so. But um, yeah, I mean, good for the bar. I yeah, guess. I, I think mean, they Usain, saved the Usos it. Usos just got a big win. The only thing is that we're getting kind of repetitive with with the tag team title matches now. Yeah, because I have a feeling the Usos are going to be next after New Day. I was thinking the same thing. Rematch. They just so. beat the champ and the number one contender. Yeah. Um, um. What happened after this? After this? No. Yeah, I think just the main event, right? I think so too. Yeah, I'm, I'll there, skip there that over. Talk about it. There wasn't a lot of backstage stuff. No, yeah, that was it. But, but I mean, Booker T did commentary with Jerry Lawler during this. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Oh, that and the Rock, the Rock tweeted and John Cena sent a video that was clearly made at Super Showdown. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so between that um, and the tag title uh, changing hands, they saved those two things for from Super Showdown to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the title match, great for Ray. He looks great, but... I mean, you know, just we all knew he was going to win. And what does that say for Shinsuke? Yeah, and it, and it wasn't a very, I mean, it was a serviceable match. And they, I mean, Raid looked good. Yeah. And Shinsuke looked good, too. But it was way too eh. short. Uh, yeah, it was too it short. It, and he lost. It Wait. didn't. Um, well, when I say look good, I meant like the offense that he was giving. Yeah, while he, he didn't get squashed. was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then they announced it's going to be Shinsuke versus Ray at Starcade which I don't think is going to be televised again. So I don't know why they announced it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, or weird. streamed rather on the network. Very. Yeah. And then the undertaker um, showed up to tell DX he had three words for him again. Yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, and I remember the first, what was the first thing you thought of when Ray was in the ring and they kind of showed his reaction when Taker's bell went off? Ah, uh, I mean, didn't I, 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 I like remember the feud that they had on SmackDown. That was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And I thought that maybe like it was it was like it was a, it was a I don't know. I'm I don't not think I was that, watching at that point. It, Sorry. Really? Yeah, they had they had a feud and it was a lot better than you probably think it was. Oh no no no. I would I would definitely not think they would have a terrible feud. I I I, I like mixing styles, so I would be Yeah, no, it was good. And I'll, that was I'll like go back peak, and watch it as a matter of fact. That was like peak taker too, like cuz I think uh, I think that was around the time of the Batista feud like his WrestleMania matches yeah. were like great. Yeah, that was yeah. He was definitely um, that was probably PT here. But yeah, it was. I don't know if they ran out of time or what, but that was a waste. And the guy on the Wade Keller show said that he hasn't seen Undertaker in twenty years and was pretty disappointed. Oh my god! Yeah, if you had, yeah. I mean, the entrance alone is is probably worth the price of admission. You could you could argue, but it was I mean, still unnecessary. That's and they- you're starting. And I'm seeing too much of him now. He went from being a novelty to being like old and. I'm seeing him too much and they shouldn't be yeah. doing that with the undertaker. Yeah. It's really, so kill, really killing the mystique. And you're right. They're leaning way too heavily on the entrance and all that stuff. Like and it, I'm disappointed in undertaker for agreeing to do all this stuff too. Cause he always seemed very intuitive with his character and where he wanted to go. And I, think, I kind of don't believe him anymore. Yeah. I think at he always point, says in interviews when people say that I can't go anymore, I will be done. Well, sorry, big man. I love you, but you can't go anymore. Yeah. He doesn't want it. I think between toe and the company line, Vince is probably telling him he still looks great. And, you know, I, I think that's it. He's just, he's not, you know, at some point that something changed in him, but you're right. I totally agree. Did you, did you have a fun fact? Cause I think that NXT is really good. People should be watching it. That's not a fun fact, but I really like what they're doing with NXT right now. I'll say that. Okay. I'll definitely uh, try to check it out. Um, thank you everybody for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealHugeActor. Jimmy? You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. Like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And we will see you next week to uh, preview Evolution and Wishful Book It. <laughs> As oh, best yeah. we can with what we're given, anyway. Probably better than they will, too. Or that the, <laughs> well, well, we know that. That's foregone. Absolutely. At least in our opinion. So long, guys. Later. Oh, my floor is made of wood, but my roof is made of tin. You should hear the sound it makes when the rain clouds roll on in. A million teardrops drumming on the roof of my chateau. I never had no neighbors know, at least none that I know. 
I'm sorry. 